Hi everyone, welcome to the Voices in Japan podcast. Today we're joined by special guest Keiko. We talk about the hashtag Kutu movement, which was about women in Japan opposing the expectation to wear high heels to work, which happened at the end of 2019. Keiko also shares her insights into the impact that Kutu had on the working environment for Japanese women. Dress codes at work and at school, sexual harassment, gender roles and expectations, and much, much more. All right, on with the show. How are you doing, Keiko? Are you,、um, are you working at the moment? Yes, yes. So, I, yesterday I worked. So, today is、uh, my rest. I have a rest. Are you working from home or are you going into the office every day still?、Uh, no, I go to office. Yes. So, there are、um, so many people, and、uh, I'm afraid to be infected. <laughs> But,、uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't not, I can't do nothing. <laughs> I can't do anything. What do you do now? What's your, what is your uh, job? Uh, it's just、uh, for, for now, not so permanent job, but、uh, now I'm in, at the de- customer service department. So then I talk to customers via telephone. Customers call to call in our office. and.、Uh, Especially now, in, because of coronavirus, people cannot move to other cities. So then they have to postpone the date to move to a new house or so. Then they ask us to postpone the sending the furniture.、Uh, do you understand? It's、yeah. difficult to explain. That's for, you mean like tanking and stuff? People can't do transfer to their new location? Yes, yes. Is it a good job?、Uh, actually, it's paid better <laughs> than the, my previous jobs. So I do that, but it's uh, uh, just until I find the next job. So you don't want to stay?、Uh, no, actually, it's、uh, only until this May. But、uh, they said I can stay longer. So then I said, okay, I stay also until July or September. But、uh, they said if I find another、uh, job, then it's okay that I quit. But I think everybody d o such a thing <laughs> in my office. Is that,、uh, were you placed in that position through like Hakim Gaisha, through a t e c h Ah, yes,、company? right, right. Yes. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hakengaisha, how do you say in English, Hakengaisha? What do they call it? Like a temp company? Or a、mm-hmm. dispatch company? Dispatch company? company. Yeah, yeah, dispatch mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, today's topic is talking about the Ku Tu movement, so wearing high heels at work.、Mm-hmm. Do you have to、yeah. wear high heels at work? No, never. <laughs> Personally, I've Worked in an、um, office. So then 
I was not so required to wear high heels, but uh, well, some, in some occasions I had to wear high heels. But I think this uh, uh, theme is so important, especially last year the movement became so big and it started last year and it changed the regulations of company. The background is uh, the woman, her name is uh, Yumi Ishikawa, correct? Yeah. Yeah, correct. I, I guess she uh, she was working in a funeral par- parlor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she she sent out a tweet uh, complaining about the high heels and how painful the high heels were mm-hmm. at work. It got retweeted like thirty thousand times or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, I guess she's been kind of pushing this movement. Or mm-hmm. I guess last year. Yes. pushed the movement about uh, wearing high heels. And, and you said it actually changed the regulations? Yes, I think in this year, you know, airplane company JAL and ANA changed their regulations. The staffs and the cabin attendant in JAL and ANA had to wear high heels, for example, from 3, th- uh, three cm to 5 cm or so. But uh, this year, they changed it. The regulation and uh, the staff and the cabin attendant can wear also flat shoes. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, yeah. it's a quick move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the ku ku two. What does the what does it mean? What is ku? Is it kutsu? Is that what it means? Actually, kutsu means shoes, and also kutsu means suffering. Ku kutsu. This three word means suffering. So they combined this with the Me Too movement. The kutsu pain is like the ku from kuro, I guess? Yes, the ku is, yes. Yeah, and the tsu is from like zutsu, headache or something? Yes, ache, hurting. Yeah, kutsu, yeah, kutu. Mm-hmm. Have you worked at a company before Keiko that had uh, strict rules on heels or high heels? Yes, I, not high heels, but uh, the company where I worked for five and a half years, the company had relatively strict uh, regulations on dress code. For example, they have a checklist to uh, our appearance. Uh, every two times in a year, we got uh, this checklist and we have to check the box in the list. For example, if our hair is neat and if our dress is not too roughish, also our nail is clean or so uh, and also when we wear skirt, then we had not to wear socks, but stockings. The female worker must not wear socks, and also men male workers uh, the colors of the socks should be not so vivid and colorful, and it should be white and gray and yeah black or so on. When you say the uh, clean hairstyle for women, what, mm-hmm. is cons- what is considered a clean hairstyle? Is that like color or length or style? What, uh, what kind of hairstyle? Uh, okay, and also colors was also checked so strictly. For example, they had a sample of a colored hair. If we our hair is too bright, then our hair was compared with the samples of colored hair. So then if our hair was brighter than the sample, we 
were said to dye our hair so more dark. And also, neat hair means if my forehair is too long, and if it's above our eyes, in front of our eyes, it doesn't seem so clean and neat, then we have the more refreshing appearance. How <laughs> can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what about like the hair length? Could you have long hair, like below your shoulders? This length was so much matter in my previous company. And you said uh, for the men, they mentioned about their socks, but I mean, mm-hmm. were there any other rules for the men, like about facial hair or anything? Or ah, yes. Just, uh, no beard, I think. No beard, yeah. No beard. And also the hair should be short, not so long. And uh, also sweater was forbidden. For men? For men, yes. They could only wear like a suit, you mean? Not suit, but shirt. I, how can I say? There is a word of casual and business casual. So no jeans, no jersey, no pants, no short pants or so. How, how about the women? Did they all have to wear suits, like jackets, suit jackets and shirts? Uh, no, not so really formal. Yes, suit was not required to wear. How but, about now? Um, How about your uniform now? Do you have one? Ah, uh, no uniform now. <laughs> oh, nice. So you can just wear whatever you like. Yes, yes. Uh, but we have to our hair up, like... Ponytail. We, yeah, yeah, ponytail. And uh, our nails should not be so vivid. One of my previous companies was very, very traditional. And mm-hmm. the women uh, had many rules about their appearance and especially about the uniforms. They all mm-hmm. had to wear the company uniforms that they would get fitted for and they would order or the company would pay for it, I think, um, mm-hmm. when they joined the company. But actually, um, right as I was leaving that company, they were starting to get rid of the uniforms. And so what they did, they, it wasn't like an immediate change. It was kind mm-hmm. of a plan to introduce uh, a new policy. And mm-hmm. the women could... At first, there was a casual Friday, business casual Friday, where the women could come in dressed in business casual instead of their uniforms. And they did that for like, the plan was to do that for two months. And then after the end of that two months, they would completely get rid of the uniforms and the women could wear business casual every day. What happened was um, when they first started and it was only business casual Friday, like the mm-hmm. first Friday, all the women showed up in business casual. It was an option and they all mm-hmm. showed up in business casual. Nobody wore their uniform. Mm-hmm. And then like the next week, they were supposed to go back to you wearing their uniform every day except for Friday. But even from the next week, like women just started wearing business casual. They didn't wait for the complete changeover to uniforms, you know. So mm-hmm. it seemed like they were very, very eager to get rid of uniforms and uh, uh-huh. just wear their business casual, yeah. Which kind of company was that? That was in the agricultural industry, which is a pretty conservative industry. So then the staff face the customers or guests. So that's why they have the uniform. Exactly. Yeah, there were sales uh, outlets, Egyo Show, around the country. And mm-hmm. then also at the home office, we would have visitors from other companies. Mm-hmm. And so the women had to work at the Uketsuka, at the reception 
and mm-hmm. then but even in finance or in somabu the personnel department everything they all only the women wore uniforms and all the men wore suits so did men wear the suits yes it was very strict men uh had to wear suits but of course uh you know they could wear like different colored suits they didn't have to wear just dark suits uh we had to wear a tie and shirt and tie every day except for during the summer during cool biz we could be more relaxed and stuff yeah ah, okay okay how do you feel about having a strict uniform so you said like in your previous companies uh mm-hmm. some of them had quite a strict uh lit requirements for what you had to wear did you did you like that or would you prefer not to be not to have a uniform personally i didn't like the dress code so much i understand that some kind of company require the dress code because uh, for example especially in a hospitality industry so in hotels or restaurant the customers judge the company from the appearance of the staff ma well, i can understand some um, range but uh, for example in my company i just sitting in the desk and operating pc so then i didn't uh, meet any customers so i was in a financial sector so actually i met no guest so we worked just under companions can i say Oh, co-workers? Yeah, yeah, co-workers. So then I wondered why I should wear office casual things. <laughs> why <laughs> I can't wear jeans? Because I wear jeans so frequently in my private time and it's more comfortable. And sometimes I can't understand why. The president was a so strict person. His personality was really so strict. to uh, regulations well, everyone followed <laughs> that yeah it was interesting that company the reason why my old company they decided to switch is um well mm-hmm. i wasn't in the meeting so i don't know exactly but my guess mm-hmm. is because they started to uh i mean like most companies in japan they were having trouble recruiting new hirees mm-hmm. and uh so to make it more attractive to young women Uh, who were entering the company or considering which company to enter they tried to make it uh, more attractive to them by saying they were going to have no uniform mm-hmm. i think yeah maybe a lot of young women actually i don't know what do you think do young japanese women want mm-hmm. to wear a uniform or do they not want to wear a uniform uh, i think it depends on the how, which kind of uniform it is maybe if uh, the uniform is so fashionable for example like a cabin attendant then I think uh, the main the big reason of the motivation of the nandana candidate who wanted to be a cabin attendant is the uniform I think <laughs> it's so attractive to many young women if it's fashionable I think many people many young women are attracted to it I heard that was quite similar to schools as well was a, a big reason why a student would choose a school was because of yeah. how good their school uniform looked. Ah uh, it's really really correct. <laughs> yeah, especially in my school age the uniform especially 
girls' uniform, school uniform, sailor, sailor styled uniform, and blazer type uniform were very popular. And uh, the high school school girls' student uniform was kind like a fashion icon. Yeah, so, yeah, especially like around the world as well. Ah,、uh, yes. Yeah, like like in in England,、um, mm-hmm. you know, we always have this image of the Japanese high school. Girls' uniform, especially like a sailor outfit, and yeah, yeah, a lot、yeah. of people think it's quite cool and trendy to see that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, same in Japan. Yes, so many my friends also chose the high school because of the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did you did you like your uniform, your school uniform? Yes, my uniform was blazer type, and、uh, I prefer blazer type. But my high school was famous with its strict regulations to、uh, uniform. In the high school, the teacher checked our skirt. They,、uh, how can I say? So the skirt should be fifteen centimeter longer than the knee. Then, if we make our skirt shorter. Then teachers come to us and oh, it's too short. <laughs> They had a measure. <laughs> Were you one of、yeah. those students, Kego? No, but、uh, after school, then when I went to a、uh, ma supper stations or odori, then we made our skirt shorter and shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The girls kind of they roll up the skirt, I guess, around the waist,、yeah. right?、Mm-hmm, yes, really, right. <laughs> Were there any students, the young girls, that when the teachers would come tell them their skirt was too short, would they refuse to make it longer, or were the were the students always very cooperative、uh, when the teacher、uh, told them? Yeah. Ah,、uh, in my school, I think that still many most most of students obeyed their rules because it's easier. <laughs> so then, but after school, they quickly change it. They rolled up the skirt, but in when we were in schools, then we obeyed the rule. Why did girls roll up their skirts so short? Is there、oh. a reason for that? Yeah, I think just for fashion. Yeah, always we had an image of the high school girls' uniform, so it's short skirt and、uh, it's not. Out of date, but in my generation, do you know loose socks? Yeah. Ah,、uh, you know. Oh, loose loose、really? socks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think now, I think it's now out of date, ne? Maybe, but in nineties, it was really so popular, and、uh, I wanted to wear also <laughs> it. So then, I think many girls wanted to be a picture of the. This, this image of school girls. So then, shorter skirt is more pretty. <laughs> so, what what jobs have you had before, Keiko? You said you're working in the financial、mm-hmm. sector. Ah,、uh, yes, it was a travel agency. There, I worked for five and a half years, the longest. Also, I've worked in a At news department in a media company and、uh, university and tra-、uh, translation company, 
When I was a student, I worked as a part-time worker in a many restaurants, and also I sold uh, food in the supermarket or so on. Which has been your favorite job so far? <sighs> Difficult. I like I like the, the atmosphere in a translation company. So this company had only five persons. The atmosphere was really really free, and no regulations. <laughs> If especially I entered the company after the travel agency, where the there was so strict regulations. So then I felt really so free <laughs> in the translation company. So on the opposite side, what has been your least favorite job? Uh, I think this、uh, work in travel agency.、Uh, it was routine jobs. I always check the invoices.、Uh, this job was、uh, for me really boring. <laughs> <laughs> Have you worked in any companies where women had, you know, pretty high positions within the company? In this travel agency, I think ninety percent of the employee was women. Then my boss was also women, women, and、uh, I think the reason why the company had so many women employees was that the salary was not so really high. Ninety percent was women. The bosses and the persons who are in high positions comes from. The other companies, so then they are mainly men. Even though we are ninety percent women, but still the structure of the company was men mainly. How can I say? Mainly、so、men. Yes. The Kutu movement was kind of again. Well, I think one of the reasons or the themes was that women kind of face discrimination in、mm-hmm. Japanese companies. You know, they have to wear the high heels.、Um, do you think there's a lot of discrimination against women in Japanese companies? Yes, I think so.、Um, because,、uh, for example. Still now, women are regarded to responsible for making child and raising children in the family. So many company hesitate to hire women because they afraid that the women get married and quit a job. So they hire more men than women. But I think the reason why. Women should quit job after getting married. Is that the common sense in the society that women should raise the children and responsible for household works? Then I think this structure is very strong in Japan. And also, last year it turns out that the scores in the entrance test to the university. Was cut off. This was for some of the、uh, medical universities. Are you talking? Ah, yes, about? right.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. The what happened there? I guess they were they wanted to、uh, limit the number of women entering the universities, so、mm-hmm. yes,、uh, they were artificially 
making it more difficult for women to enter the university by changing the score or something like that? Yes, yes, it's right. Yes. Yeah. It's Tokyo mm-hmm. University, wasn't it, that did that? Uh, no, I, th- I think Tokyo Ikadaiku, but I'm not sure. Uh, Tokyo yes. Medical, Tokyo Medical mm-hmm. University. Yeah. I think that's the where it started, but then when they looked into the issue, they found like a number of universities that had been doing the same thing. Yes, yes, not only one university. You were talking about the structure at home and uh, the kind of uh, common expectation in society that women will do uh, certain things in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, in my house, we have a very young child, so mm-hmm. I'm le- learning a lot about how much more I should be doing because my wife is working a pretty uh, difficult job as well. So it's important for me to make more and more contributions. I don't think I'm doing enough yet, and I don't, I don't think she thinks I'm doing enough yet either. <laughs> Um, do you think, though, that uh, Japanese society is changing where uh, women or, I guess, men are doing more at home, or do you think it's not changing enough? Uh, not changing enough, but I think it's uh, changing. I think it's uh, improved much more than earlier time. Uh, the, and also, I think many men feel that unfair that uh, Still now, men are regarded more responsible for the economic status in the fam- of the family or so. Then I think many men think uh, they should work hard and also do uh, household works. Then it's really too much for them. So then I can understand also their complaints. But gradually, our mindset changes. And women want to keep working after marriage. And also, I think men would help the raising children after getting a child. So then I think our mindset is changing. How about your, yourself, Keiko, when you were younger? Because like when I was teaching at like high school and junior high school. And I'd, I'd ask a lot of my students, you know, what do you want to do in the mm-hmm. future? What do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the females actually said they wanted to be mothers, um, housewives, uh, oh. probably like 60 to 75% um, oh, would, really? say, would say something like that. Yeah, which I, I was quite surprised because being, being in England um, mm-hmm. and growing up in, in England, uh, students wouldn't really say that at, in high school especially they wouldn't mm. really um want to become a housewife at first and it seems like mm-hmm. a lot later on when they're a mm-hmm. bit more mature and older that then they kind of think about it more that they actually yeah they do want to be housewives mm-hmm. and raise children and a family but uh yeah i just wondering like when you were in high school what what was the feeling like there about when what what you wanted to be in the future well but i was really surprised to hear that so when I was a high school student, I really, I've never thought about that I will be housewife. So then I would be, I would like to work in a society, but I can understand that the students nowadays says she want to be a housewife because now the economic situation in Japan is really bad and uh, we have to work hard but we are paid so less (laughs) (laughs) 
it's really exhausting to manage the life by myself. So then I can understand if the students think ah, she will mar- get married with a man who get a good salary. And yeah, yeah, they said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, want to marry a rich man. That was like yeah. very, a very popular uh, <laughs> answer. <laughs> I think uh, salary problems, not just in Japan, but even in the U.S., it's mm-hmm. still a very important topic that uh, mm-hmm. there's a difference between the salary level of uh, women and men, mm-hmm. uh, even when they're doing the same jobs. I mean, and not in Japan, too, obviously, it comes up as a topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think there's such a salary difference uh, between men and women in the companies? Uh, I'm not sure about the, for example, the works like the worker in kindergarten or then mostly the workers are women and uh, the salary is really low, I think. And also the care workers, not doctors, but uh, care workers are mostly women. So then that such kind of jobs are regarded as a not so correct difficult job. It's a kind of household works. It's like so then it's paid not so much, I think. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of interesting you say that because I think I've seen that in the news recently because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Many families, many men ha- are mm-hmm. having to stay home. Mm-hmm. And because they're in the house, they have no choice but to learn more about house, household work and, and all the different types of things. And just also education, helping children out with schoolwork. Uh, so I think a lot of people are starting to realize how difficult those jobs mm-hmm. really are. So yes, maybe right. something from coronavirus positives that uh, maybe this will mm-hmm. help uh, raise those types of salaries for those jobs. I guess we'll mm-hmm. see. Yes, yeah. I hope so too. Can I ask you, uh, just kind of going back to the uh, working at a Japanese company, ask mm-hmm. a, one more question about that. Mm-hmm. Because um, coup two is also, you know, about un- an unfair w- situation for women, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of unique Japanese words like sekuhara and mm-hmm. pawahara, mm-hmm. yeah, sex- sexual harassment and power mm-hmm. harassment. And power harassment isn't just towards women; it can be uh, towards any young people, mm-hmm. uh, men as well. But uh, sexual harassment, um, you know, in America and overseas countries, mm-hmm. um, it's especially over the last couple of years, it's become a mm-hmm. very, very important topic. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what uh, coup two was linked to a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, I think sexual harassment is a trouble in Japanese companies. Uh, I've been at some companies where it's uh, been an issue before. Um, can I ask you, do you know or do you remember any situations mm-hmm. uh, where people, women in the company were being sexually harassed by the men? And if so, like what happened in that situation? Uh, I think uh, there are many levels of sexual harassment. Uh, for example, sexual jokes is very, very, very common in Japan still now. And I think uh, most Japanese men, uh, women, including me, have experienced such kind of harassment. For example, we when we go drink with uh, 
president or bosses, then it happens so often, frequently, that they do uh, sexual joking and so on. But uh, until recently, so women just accept and uh, laugh, laugh and uh, react only by joking. So then this kind of reaction was regarded as a social skill of a matured women. <laughs> so, so, but recently people began to say, ah, women doesn't, don't have to accept such kind of jokes and then we should be angry toward that. But uh, for example, my close friends worked as an English teacher in the high school and uh, in her school was private high school. So it means uh, there was not so many transfers. So the same members works in the same place for a long period. There was a man who, a male teacher who did sexual harassment to many female young teachers, but no one accused him because they didn't want it a big problem. But my friend didn't stand for it. And uh, she talked about that to the president, but the president didn't know that for a long time. So then he didn't act. So then my friends had made a contact to a uh, educational commitment, a uh, commissions in the city. Then the city asked to this high school, and then. In this stage, first for the first time, it, the school changed a little bit. So then this male harassment teacher was transferred to the other schools. Then uh, it was resolved. So then it was really impressive for me. Wow, that's a, that's a pretty uh, uh, encouraging story to hear that it- it yeah. actually resulted in something. And I've actually yeah. heard that, that some companies, uh, there's actually a lot of people in the companies that want mm-hmm. things to change, but mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of takes that first person or that first situation uh, for somebody to try to make the change. But it's mm-hmm. always very difficult, not just mm-hmm. in Japan, but probably any country for mm-hmm. that first person to try something, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But she quit uh, teacher after that, I think it was not the main reason, but that this harassment things, but she was really disappointed with the culture in the schools. So then she said she will never do a teacher again. <laughs> so then she's doing, she's doing now a translator or something. She sounds like a very strong woman. Yeah. Like, um, yeah I think she's really strong. Yeah. Yes. So, so would you say, like, for a woman to do what she did is quite rare in Japan, even even today? I think so, because when I heard this story from her, so really I was surprised. I couldn't think that the situation changed, but uh, she changed the situation, and the man was transferred to the other schools. Then it was really surprising. Yes, then, but I think it's a really rare case in Japan. Why, why do you yeah. think women don't stand up for themselves a bit more and kind of complain about those incidences and situations? 
Ah, because I think, uh, for example, when I worked in a travel agency, then I think I got some kind of、uh, harassment from the boss. <laughs> so then I talked to the other managers about that. So then I asked him to talk to the boss, but、uh, he said it's normal, it's common in the organization. Also, I was said、uh, it's not so good way of me to say something like that.、Uh, I got harassment or something. Then the bosses and manager sees me as a problematic person. And also, I think I worked eager <laughs> at that time, but still they thought that I'm a kind of troublemaker <laughs> or something. So, but not only me, but many workers insisted that、uh, this is problematic and this is, she can't accept that or something. Then the person was transferred to the other sections. Then I think many people. Choose to stay calm. <laughs> They don't say,、uh, This is a problem, this is a problem. So, They don't want to cause any problems, so they would rather、uh, yeah. stay,、mm-hmm. stay quiet. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad that they, I've seen that too, where、um, other people will look at the person who's trying to change something and、mm-hmm. they will kind of view them as the problem. Instead.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I guess now that I think about that story that you were telling, where in the end the male teacher was transferred, but I guess he was just transferred, which doesn't、yeah. see, seem like a very、mm-hmm. big punishment or anything. He still has、oh. his job.、Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that was a good enough punishment that he received, or do you think there should have been a stronger punishment for him?、Mm-hmm. I think also it's not so big punishment for him. Just as he was moved to other schools and he can continue to work as a teacher, it's just normal transfer. <laughs> how, how do you feel about,、uh, and this is, I guess, my last question I want to ask,、mm-hmm. but uh, uh, do you feel pretty optimistic about、uh, the future of Japan, the younger generation of Japan?、Uh, do you think things will become. <clears throat> More equal for women going forward, or do you think it's uh, uh, are you do you feel pretty uh, uh, pessimistic about the situation in the future? Oh,、uh, I'm not so really pessimistic, but not so really optimistic, too. <laughs> for example, the, the Miss Ishikawa who started the Kutu movement, she was the first person. To begin the movement. So then she was really, really criticized so hard from the men and the women both. It was really disappointing for me because Ms. Ishikawa insisted just she needed an op-、uh, option to wear high heels or not. So it's really just, it's not nothing actually. It's normal insist. But still, Many men criticized her so strongly. So I couldn't understand why they criticized her so, so hard. So it means if women try to change the common sense or traditional things, then really 
strong backlash happens. So then I think it's not so really easy to change the customs. But still, many people are aware of、um, new things. So then I think it will be changing gradually. I hope it changes、uh, soon. I have a young daughter and I would like her to grow up in,、uh, mm-hmm. in a much better、uh, environment,、uh, hopefully in the future. So、mm-hmm. I guess、uh, not just women, but maybe men also、mm-hmm. need to think about how they can help the situation too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming on today, Keiko. That was a really interesting conversation. Like, it was really nice of you to share some inside thoughts of how women kind of think about in Japan. It's really hard to get those、uh, thoughts, especially into English. And you're, yeah, your English is great. You're, you're, you're really good today.、Uh, thank you very much. Was it okay? Yeah, it was、yeah. great. I hope,、uh, I hope you'll come on again. I think、uh, you have some really important information that a lot of people are interested to hear. Yeah, important opinions. And I think you explained them、uh, very well and easy to understand. So thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we'd love to have、yeah. you on again, Keiko, for sure, if you'd like to do that in the future.、Oh, I thank you for saying that. But really, could you understand my English? Yeah. Yeah. I hope someday、uh, we can、uh, do another、uh, recording episode with us all together instead of just on the computer.、So. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's nice. Yes, yes. All right, Keiko.、Yeah. See, you, uh, yeah. see you soon. Have a. No, no, no. Please take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Thank、mm-hmm. you. Bye. Bye bye, everybody. Okay, bye.